are tuned in to the Way of Healing podcast, where we inspire humans to connect more deeply to their experience of life. My name is OJ. My name is Casey. We are connecting with practitioners to talk about the potential of the innate healing powers within. Welcome back to the Way of Healing. Hi. We are joined today by the lovely Nadia Nova of Aquanimity. And Aquanimity is aquatic bodywork and sound healing. And both OJ and I have received sessions from Nadia. Mm -hmm. And we basically floated out of the pool back to the car. And then we, it was like a hovercraft back to our homes. Uh, So welcome, Nadia. We're so happy to have you. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) So talk to us a little bit about aquanimity and, you know, like, how did you come to do this work? Aquanimity is something that I birthed. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> it's something that came through after years of Watsu training, and that's just something that came through on its own. And all the different components that are part of it that are sound sonic tools, instrumental, vocals, uh, bringing a lot of different things into the water, are all intuitively guided Mm. with each individual session. And it came, yeah, it just came. (laughs) (laughs) There isn't, it it isn't something that I worked on. It isn't something that I studied, it's just a combination Mm. of all things that I've ever experienced and came across that made it out to be what it is today. Yeah, it's very integrative and that's part of what makes it so unique, right? Mm. The experience of, it's not just Watsu. Watsu on its own is great, right? It's water massage, shiatsu in the water. But adding the sound element in a space where it amplifies sound, right? Mm -hmm. So you're in water. It's like, it's so beautiful. And it kind of hacks the system. Mm -hmm. Like it it gets into the brain in a way, gets into the body in a way. And do most of your clients end up closing their eyes for at least part of the session? Most do. Right. So it becomes sort of like um, a sensory deprivation tank almost in a way. It It could be, right, for those familiar with, with a float tank, for example. There's a a component of that that's also shared. Have you done float tank, OJ? Mm -hmm. Right, so Mm -hmm. there was something of a sensation. But it's beautiful to have Nadia, who is this really soft, beautiful presence holding your body and supporting you and moving you through the water. So there's a very deep relaxation that I experienced. You wanna add anything? Yeah, same. And I was telling Nadia, it was very, I felt held the entire time, mm. right? And it was almost like I haven't felt held that way since I was a child, almost, where like I felt fully supported. And then there was the sound of the water and the sound of your voice and then this, the singing bowls and all of that in the session, very different than anything I've received before. And powerful because you're in that position of surrender almost where 
I felt like there was layers and layers and layers that I was releasing. It was like, okay, just relax. And then you start going in and you're like, oh, I'm not relaxing at all. Right. And then so you release that layer and you think you're relaxed and it's like, oh, nope, there's still more I can release. And so it was a, it was a session of just surrendering and surrendering and surrendering. And yeah, at the time I had a, a back thing going on where my back was hurting and I f- felt all the places I was holding on to tension, not just the back, but all the other places I was holding on to tension because of the back. And I was able to really let that go and give my body the space it needs to, to heal itself. When you were talking about all the layers and I sort of reminisced about my session, I suddenly was like, I want a 20 pack. Yeah. I want to come regularly mm-hmm. and get this work. It's that healing. It's that because we we grow in water, right? Mm-hmm. Think about being in the womb. Not all of us remember being in the womb or have gone back to do that excavation work, but it's kind of like you're re-entering mm-hmm. the womb as an adult and you're able to really let go of your again, sympathetic nervous system and let go of all of the tension that we all carry around from day to day, today to day to day to night to day. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm thrilled that you're doing this work. And guess who else went to Ipsby? Hey. I know, hey. I know. That's where OJ and I met, <laughs> mm-hmm. massage school. So let's see. Did, did you want to talk a little bit about the process? Sure. Like the water sure, and the whole... To. I thank you for sharing both of your experiences. It's always really moving for me to hear how this affects people. And if I were to describe it in one word, what I'm doing in the water, I would say it's remothering. Mm-hmm. And what you described about feeling held and cradled and supported, it really does do that. It really is meant to evoke that pure surrender layer by layer. And it's designed to tune your energetic field and re-sculpt your nervous system. And it really is that deep, deep, deep relaxation that we're all looking for because we're constantly in this fight or flight or freeze mode throughout the day and throughout our life without even realizing we're shallow breathing, we're on the go, there are a million thoughts in millions directions. And so when people come to me in the water, my goal is to have them lose sense of time completely mm-hmm. and just pause time so that they can have that time for themselves and have that really profound relaxation and calm. Somebody did actually, when you guys were talking about the float tank, some, one of the clients said, this is like a float tank on steroids, but the good kind. <laughs> because it is that sensory deprived experience in a way with your eyes closed and you're floating, there's no gravity. Mm-hmm. And you have some of the other elements coming in that are soothing to the system as well. It's also, I think, a really key thing that you're adding nature right? So a float tank is inside Mm -hmm. a space. It's a synthetic man-made thing. Nadia is working for the most part in outdoor pools, right? Outdoor settings. Mm -hmm. So you're getting the breeze. You're getting the dappled sunlight that comes through and moves 
with you through your session. Yes. So there's like added elements completely of nature, which just, it layers it on in such a beautiful way. It feels like a very carefully crafted meal or mm-hmm. yeah i mean really i have truth bumps uh, you truth, see them yes yeah they're real delicious meal yeah. uh, i love it <laughs> it is actually something that people comment on a lot the nature element because a lot of the times the body moves in and out of the sun sometimes you have sun on your mm-hmm. face sometimes you're in the shade and Sometimes the session can go from late afternoon into the evening. So you have that sun going down and stars coming out. And mm-hmm. there is a whole journey within that as <laughs> well. Get a night so, session. Yes. yes. No kidding. Yeah. We want a retreat weekend with you. We are doing that. Great. Yes. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> and please do come in for the 20 pack because <laughs> it really is for me about a full journey. Yes, you can come in and have a session and experience what it feels like and relax and, you know, have a beautiful rest of your day. But what Aquanimity wants to do with you and for you is to take you on that journey. Somebody can can come in with back pain or shoulder pain or whatever pain. And it's really about looking at the deeper layers of what's behind that pain. And usually it's emotional, energetic, or both. And that gets unraveled within the sessions, within the series. And different things come up. Childhood trauma, water trauma. A lot of people who have had near-death water trauma experience do really well with this work. Mm -hmm. Um, Believe it or not. Believe it. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And there's resistance at first, but after having a session, it's life-changing to people who have had water trauma. I am one of those people, in fact, and this has transformed my life. And this is part of the reason why I do this work, because it's helped me heal in so many ways. And it's constantly evolving. So whatever journey that I'm on, equanimity grows and evolves as a result of that. And it just continues to bring in new aspects and new elements of both nature and sonically and just from experience with clients and different things that come into being. Pregnant women mm-hmm. is another. How fractal, how meta, water in water mm-hmm. in water mm-hmm. in water. And yeah. that deeper connection cool. with the baby, yeah. Uh-huh. I want to be a baby in a womb getting equanimity <laughs> when my mom's pregnant right. with me. Yeah. Just close your eyes. You're there. Okay. Yeah, it yeah. Almost, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, because the water is heated, right? It almost feels like you're not even in water. Oh, right. That's an important. Yeah. That is an too. important element. It's, it it takes place yeah, in the 96 degree pool. So it's a heated pool. You are kind of in amniotic fluid. Mm-hmm in a sense, and because you're suspended and in that kind of cradled position, it's very reminiscent of being in the womb. So that definitely has a lot to do with, temperature definitely helps relax all systems Mm -hmm. and it allows for that deeper theta state. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The singing for me was great. Like your voice and the way I had a similar, it was similar to when I did an ayahuasca ceremony 
where the ayahuascara would sing and kind of guide you through that journey via her voice. And it almost felt like you were doing that as well with your singing, where it was like taking me in different places. And I was, as I was going in and exploring, it was like you almost held my hand through these experiences with your voice. And it was, mm. it was cool. Beautiful. Thank mm-hmm. you. Nice. You're welcome. Yeah. It's kind of a hybrid of a lullaby and a prayer song that mm. happens before I start each session, I ask for guidance from my guides, your guides, and our guides collectively. Mm-hmm. And so it's for your highest good, for my highest good, and for the highest good of all. And whatever comes through ends up coming through. It's never the same. It's always, I could never repeat the same song ever again. Ah. I could never, re- unless it's, you know, a song, a lullaby that I'm singing, which happens too from time to time. But the songs just come through, just like the movements come through and just like the instruments and whatever else is meant to be pulled through is is all intuitively guided. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. I didn't know that. I thought it was just a song you sang, but that's really The Aquanimity cool. theme song. I remember mine. I remember, and it's you keyed into something really, I think, important, which is when you were singing, it was almost like it was the light that helped me through whatever I was experiencing in the moment. And if it were challenging, it was like the constancy of your voice was encouraging me to move through it and to process and to release. So that element of it, that added layer, that beautiful, I don't know, we're making, we're making a meal, we're making a (laughs) phyllo dough, we're making lots of different things with this, but the singing is a really beautiful piece. Mm-hmm. And she wears a tiara too when she <laughs> does it. She's a water queen. That's what I, how I think of her. Mm-hmm. How did you transition? Did you start with massage and then get into to water work? Or? I did. Mm-hmm. I did. I actually started with energy work first. Mm-hmm. I've been doing energy work since high school. Ooh, and so wow. it's just something that's always been there. Then massage school came. Then I took a trip to Harbin and really fell in love with Watsu. Had a few sessions there and came home looking for a teacher mm-hmm. and found a beautiful teacher and just continued my journey with that. I still do massage. I still do energy work. And I combine it also mm-hmm. in the water. And water is just a much better table. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's three-dimensional. I can access the body from all points. I can move the body in ways that I couldn't move the body mm-hmm. yeah. on land. And in a way, those cradling, mothering, nurturing movements couldn't really be replicated on land, if you really think about it. Mm-hmm. So water has a lot to do with how the treatment feels versus being on the massage table, right? right? And it's also as an element talking about nature and bringing nature, you know, the sun, the stars, the moon, the breeze and moving in and out of the dappled light, the water itself is that element that creates deeper relaxation and all of the properties that you may think that water has 
also adds something to the experience. Water brings things to the surface. Water supports, water floats, water moves. All of the things that you can think about water, water dissolves, mm -hmm. water evaporates, right? All of those things so complex. are actually affecting in some way your experience as well. Maybe they're dissolving your trauma. Maybe they are supporting and creating trust. Mm -hmm. Trust is a big thing that I hear from people because it is coming into the water, especially for the first time, not knowing what, you, what to expect. All of a sudden you're in a stranger's arms and mm -hmm. you're being cradled and lullabied. And it takes a lot of trust and feeling safe to let go in that way. And that's, I feel, is a big honor for me to feel that people can let go and surrender and trust me in the water for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who better to receive aquatic body work from than the water queen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know too much about Watsu. Did you want to talk about the difference between what you're doing or how you've made it your own versus traditional Watsu? Sure. So a lot of the um, flowing movements are definitely inspired by Watsu. I, you know, it's a hybrid of all of the different modalities that I've tried and whatever else is coming in. Sometimes there's drumming, like hand drumming happening on the body or on the water. It really is what it is, you know, in the moment, whatever is needed. Watsu has a lot of beautiful, it's almost like a water dance. And mm -hmm. there is actually a modality called water, water dance. dance as well oh, yeah. and healing dance. And, and so a lot of the um, kind of more of those movements that you've experienced in your sessions are borrowed from Watsu. Um, then there's just stretching and traction and some massage and some whatever other ways of touch and um, hands-on that comes in. But yeah, the, the flowing things are mostly from Watsu. Mm -hmm. Very cool. The sound, I remember you brought sound in towards the end of my session and it was singing bowls and and I was like trying to discern if you were placing them on my body or if they were in the water floating nearby. And again, it's, it's this experience of when a child is being born, that's when they have the chance to explore their own senses for the first time of the new environment that they're coming into. So the feeling different things and not knowing what they're feeling and not knowing where it's coming from necessarily, there was a sense of that being replicated. And I did want to open my eyes, but not enough to actually open them. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Are you working mostly, like you have different places you're working out of around LA? Mostly from the pool right behind you. Mm -hmm. And otherwise, I'll go to clients' homes if they have a pool and they feel like they want to 
be in their space in a more private way. And I'll rent pools for events sometimes. Um, yeah, so. Ever thought about doing a retreat somewhere down in like the Gulf where the water yes. is heated? I was just yes, absolutely mind reader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. could work in the Gulf where it's like 90. Mm. And the waves are like subtle and. We're going to do that. I would love to. We're going to. That's going to happen. Have you done that before? In the open water? Mm-hmm. No. Mm. I haven't yet. Yummy. Uh-huh. Or hot springs? Hot springs for sure. Mm. Cool. Um, Hot Springs is the is actually the ideal environment, I would say, because it's also healing waters. Yeah. Right. Mineral. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. And naturally warm. You don't need to heat. Right. No chemicals. All oh, that. that's. Yeah. Wow. Yay. Mm-hmm. Yummy. Okay. <laughs> this needs to come to the front burner. I'm telling you people, that's how profound this, this is. When you were talking about it's hard to replicate what can happen in water on a table. Mm-hmm. I was thinking to myself, we try in craniosacral therapy. We try, mm. but it requires many hands, it right? Does. When I'm working with my teacher, Hugh, in Ashland, Oregon, there will very often be four people on one, at, you know, working with one person. And, and there's, you know, a full body unwinding where they come off the table and they come to the ground. I have done that. Yeah. It's beautiful. So that's it's as close as I can think of in terms of, you know, without the water element. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the water element really is something so beautiful. And I do some work in in um in water with clients. So I love it. We're going to the Gulf. <laughs> yes, please let us know. I'm there. Gulf bound. Okay. Yeah. Do you have other people that do it with you or that have you taught anyone what you're doing? Is it just you? Not yet, but it's something that's in the works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And the beautiful thing about LA is like just about all year round, like you, you can do it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or in the Gulf. Or in the Gulf. <laughs> My parents live on the Gulf of Mexico, so. Do they? Yeah, we're coming, mom and dad. Where? Ready the home. There's a pool too, really oh. beautiful pool. He did. Nice. They're uh, not in. They're in Florida. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Nice to meet you, OJM Casey. <laughs> 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 Is the sun okay? I know it's starting to creep over on you. Are you it's okay? It's good. I love the sun. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Sun goddess. <laughs> sun goddess. No, water she's queen. She's the water queen. Okay. <laughs> Serious. How did you transition from whatever you were doing before? into like healing work was it i know you've been doing energy work since you were in high school but was that your like go-to thing since coming out of high school no Mm -hmm. it wasn't always uh i feel like i've had actually quite a few detours along the way they've been three or four career changes to get me into my gift Mm -hmm. into the place where I'm I feel at home but they were all worth the ride yeah all the detours yes so they weren't detours they were just the path or that yeah yeah so I've done photography fashion design digital and now I'm back in the healing arts and even throughout 
the different detours. <laughs> the route. The route. Taken, along the route. <laughs> Healing work was always there. Mm-hmm. I was that girl at the dinner party who would stop somebody from taking Tylenol and just find pressure points. I didn't really know what I was doing. That was before massage school. And that's actually what motivated me to do massage school is because I realized that I was doing something and I was able to to help people, but I wasn't really knowledgeable in anatomy and I wasn't really sure exactly what I was doing. I just wanted to know more. And so it was always something that was very much present in my life, but it wasn't something that I did professionally. Mm-hmm. Do you incorporate crystals into your equanimity sessions at all? Why, yes, I do, OJ. Yeah, so these crystals are all <laughs> yours, and then all around this entire property, there's crystals everywhere. And they're gorgeous, huge got, yeah. nice rocks. crystals. I love crystals, mm-hmm. yeah. I've always gravitated towards crystals, and it's definitely something I use in my practice on the table. Maybe not so much in the water, but around the water, for sure. They are powerful energy healers. Mm-hmm. And for people that just aren't familiar with crystals and what they do, you want to talk a little bit about that? Sure. I don't have necessarily that much to say about them other than they hold energy. They have different properties. They... We have a rainbow obsidian in the middle here, and it's a really grounding and protective stone. And then clear quartz on either side of that that are amplifiers of something that already, of an energy that's already there. It, it tends to amplify, and it's also a powerful healing stone. Positive and negative. It could go either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... They're tools, they're friends, they are, they are important in my life, for sure. Yeah. Is your tiara clear quartz? It is. How lovely is that? Yeah. If you're not watching this video, watch this video, just so you can see <laughs> this tiara. tiara. In the sun now, being accented. <clears throat> right, it's getting charged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so as you think about aquanimity, and, you know, what you would like for it to grow into. Is it something where you do want to start to obtain students so that you can teach this work and that they can then take it into their communities and share it? I would love that. Yeah. Yeah. I know the heated pool is a big part of it, but have you ever done it in a non-heated pool? Does it have... I have, and it was wildly uncomfortable it's for so both cold. people, for both mm-hmm. as a giver and as a receiver. It's just you can't fully relax. And the pool wasn't even that cold. Maybe it was 88. It just wasn't. It really does need to be body temperature. So 96, 97, 95 is okay if the outside temperature is, and you'd be surprised how much one degree really does make that difference. Mm. It's kind of like on the massage table, you notice your body temperature drops and you get cooler and you want a blanket or you want something, you know, a heating pad or something to keep you warm. Same thing happens in the water. You Because you're so relaxed, the body temperature drops and you really 
to receive in that very surrendered way really need to be warm and comfortable. That makes sense. Yeah. Otherwise, it's too much of a shock, right, to the system. Mm. A little bit. Like, yeah, you can't. You it's can't just really you can't go. really let go. You're shivering. You're waiting. It takes me back to my days as a swim teacher when mm. I would have to be in the water for like four hours straight. And I was only in up to my, you know, my waist or whatever. And I would just get so cold by the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with the ocean. You go in the ocean and it's hot outside, but you stay in the water too long and it's like you're freezing. Oh, but the ocean. The ocean is so good. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Mama Ocean. Yeah. (laughs) Are you on Instagram? I am. Yeah? At Aquanimity. Oh, go figure. Okay. (laughs) So people can find you that way. Mm-hmm. Or and on Facebook, same aquan- way. Aquanimity. So it's like equanimity with an A. Mm. Aquanimity. That's what I thought of when you first said it. Mm. I used to yeah. do uh, Brian Kest's DVDs. Yoga? <laughs> and he says equanimity all the time. Does he? Like repeatedly. Huh. Yeah. And so when you said aquanimity, I was like, oh, Brian Kest. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, Brian Kest is like, one of the big LA yoga instructors that first mm-hmm. brought power yoga into LA. And uh, yeah, he's yeah. affected a lot of people. A lot of people. I'm curious. I think that there's a lot of people out there that have water trauma or fear of water. I mean, like an absurd amount of people, given the fact that we grow in water. Can you talk a little bit about maybe? somebody coming who might be like super scared and is holding tension or has a hard time letting go again this is where repeated sessions with you is going to be the most beneficial because Rome wasn't built in a day right we can't expect to heal a traumatic thing that you've been carrying for decades of your life in one session I mean yeah we all hope for metamorphosis in some way either your experience with your own therapy and subsequent healing uh, or maybe an experience of a client that you feel like you can share their story Mm. um, somewhat. But any experience of like for somebody that holds trauma around water, Mm -hmm. how they can come to you and how it can be sort of trans, you know, it can transmute that. Absolutely. So, like I was saying earlier, it is very much intuitively guided. So there isn't a formula or there isn't, there is to a degree some structure. I usually start with an intake form to find out what's going on physically, emotionally, mentally, energetically to get a sense of what is needing to be addressed and what needs to be prioritized. In some cases, with severe water trauma, it may need to start with just putting your toes in the water Hmm. or with just, you know, starting to walk around the perimeter of the pool and really just taking it very slowly. In other cases, if that connection and trust is imminently there, then it can go straight into a floating session and that's happened before. And it's about the willingness and the openness, really, of the person, not here to persuade or convince anybody or speed up their pace of 
healing any more than they're wanting to. That's important. That's what makes her a good healer. She's not going to force anything or coerce or, yeah, this is why I want you to, wanted you to speak to it because Mm -hmm. there are people who are so afraid to even get in the water. Mm -hmm. But aquanimity is a tool that is so flexible and so beautiful. And Nadia is such a good reader of where you're at that she can really just hold your hand through the process and she doesn't need you to be anything other than you are. And aquanimity is its own entity, is its own energy, is its own being in a way, whether you believe that or not. And maybe that sounds funny, but it really is, has its own energetic blueprint where whoever comes, I'm just a conduit. Mm -hmm. Nobody heals, at least from my belief, nobody heals anybody. We're just, like Ram Dass eloquently puts, we're just walking each other home. Mm -hmm. We're just being instruments and guides for each other to do our own healing. And so when somebody comes in, it's because they feel that I'm their guide in some way. It's funny because we are drawn to each other for those reasons when we're ready. Somebody was referred to me and uh, it was for energy work actually. I don't remember if I told you the story and they asked me if I was good and <laughs> what kind of experience I had and what, you know my resume, the whole thing, right? Because they had a good experience with an energy healer and they had a negative experience with the subsequent energy healer. And so they needed to gauge how good I was. I just told her that it's not so much about experience and it's not about how long or what education or how many clients you've helped. It's really about that connection. If Mm -hmm. we connect then I can be that guide for you. If we don't connect, it doesn't matter if I've had 20, 30, 40 lifetimes of doing this work. I'm just not your person. Totally. The resonance, right? And I think it's important too with doctors and medical professionals, finding someone that you vibe with and that you trust. Because no, if there's a doctor that you're not connecting with that just says, here, take this pill, like... And you're like, I don't even know why I'm taking this pill. And that compassion piece that we talked about isn't there. Mm -hmm. Then can that healing really happen, right? Do you really trust this person that's taking care of you? And uh, I was, when I was in a healing clinic, we experienced that a lot. It was like, especially when I first started, like, Mm. well, what's your background? What do you do? What do you know? Like, how have you helped people? And I found for me, at least when people start to ask these things, you, you, you can entertain these questions, but you really have to look at, okay, what's underneath this question that they're asking, right? How much trauma have they had that is, that has them guarded, right? And can you break through that trauma? Can you get through these layers where they can then finally trust you? Because a lot of people don't even want to hear your resume. They're, they're really trying to gauge whether or not they can trust you. It's safety, right? In the end, it's feelings, it's creating that container where the person feels safe enough to share and to release and purge and clear whatever it is that they came to clear. 
because mm-hmm. that can look very messy sometimes. Mm-hmm. And to do it in the presence of another is very healing and to be received and seen and gotten in that way without judgment is all what we're ultimately looking for. And so we're looking for that safety Yeah. to really feel like, does this person feel safe for me to just get completely unglued? Yeah. And that's important to trying different things, right? Yeah. Because the modality itself is less important than the healer that you're with, in my opinion. It's like exactly all modalities work to a degree and they work to the degree to which you let it work, right? Someone can heal completely from back pain from just a quote-unquote normal massage mm-hmm. where for another person, massage might just help them feel good, but it might, actually, might not actually be healing them. Mm-hmm. And I think if you open yourself up to what what's out there and you start to explore and play with different things um casey was saying on a previous podcast before you really start to tune into yourself and the more and more you surrender to someone else i feel like the more in tune you become with your inner self and that inner self is what's going to really guide you to Mm -hmm. to finding the healing Mm-hmm. So I think it's great with the equanimity is that there's a lot of surrender there. There's a lot of introspection because you, you feel like you don't have to hold on to anything and you're able to really dive deep inside within that short amount of time, mm-hmm. right? At that hour, I think we did a little over an hour long session felt like hours, um, but it wasn't to the point where it's like, okay, is this over yet? It was like... <laughs> Yeah, keep going. Wait, we're stopping. Nope, don't stop. Keep going. I don't want to get out of the water. And so it was that type of experience where time almost stopped. And Yay. Yeah. That was her mission remember? accomplished. That was her mission yeah. at the beginning of all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She wants to feel her clients. Suspended. Like yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And when we think about the other ways that we spend an hour of time, right? I mean... You do an hour putzing around the house, like organizing, dusting, washing the dishes. You do an hour of TV. Sometimes you binge watch five hours. Sometimes, you know, I mean, we, it's like an hour of online shopping, an hour of trolling social media, right? But this hour that you will carve out for yourself will have such a profound impact on you and it will deepen your experience of yourself and the way that you will relate in the world. So it's an hour well spent. Mm -hmm. And for those of you that are into meditation, in meditation, for for me and my experience, I feel like sometimes it takes time to break through those layers to get into that theta state. But I feel like whenever I receive uh, work from someone else and you guys are co-creating that space, it's like almost immediately I can tap into theta and really just drop in and let go. So in a sense, it's a, it's a very powerful form of meditation, receiving work. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. A, it's, there's a plunge. There's definitely mm. a meditative component to this work and just being in the water and floating. Right. And then yeah. you incorporate that with the singing and the bowls. It's like a, it's like a, a, a body work session and an aqua session and a sound therapy, sound healing session, all in, all in one. In yeah. one really cool experience i wish we could have like b-rolled some of it 
That we will. Be, well, yeah, we'll have to come back. <laughs> when we're making our promo video for the retreat in the golf, <laughs> hey. then we're gonna, we'll have some demo sessions. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. Yeah. For sure. Uh, just to put it out there, we want to eventually do retreats where we have a bunch of healers of different modalities come together and offer their services for people to experience over the course of a weekend or a week and explore the things that that call to you Mm -hmm. and you know no harm no foul it's it's an invitation to to get to know yourself and this planet a little bit deeper in what have been you know ancient traditions and they're in so many ways so many of these modalities are very intuitive and rooted in natural wisdom and we're just sort of bringing that back to the surface. Yeah. It's outside of ourselves. What's the history of Watsu? How long has it been around? <laughs> it's been around since the 80s. Oh. Yeah. Very cool. Was that around the time where heated pools became a thing? It actually started at Harbin, where it's hot springs. <sighs> so Harold Dahl, who was a Zen shiatsu master and studied Zen in Japan, brought it to Harbin and incorporated in the water Harbin just reopened not that long ago and a friend of mine my friend from the bay who I was telling you about earlier was just there two days ago and he's like it's trippy it's trippy to be there after it there it had burned down in a fire one of the fires Harbin hot springs our our teacher Lori used Uh, to teach there yeah is it like a healing community Mm -hmm. out there it is. Yeah, they offer a variety of classes. They teach watsu. They do watsu training there. There's oh. yoga. It is. You can come and stay. It's a and, retreat center. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. I yeah. haven't been yet. Hmm. I haven't been to a lot of places. It <laughs> <laughs> goes for all of us. I haven't been to Esalen. It's worth the trip. I know, yeah. Beautiful. Really? Yeah. Nadia, what else? do you want to share what are we leaving out what what comes to mind or to heart this i guess something that's come up in conversation for me while we're talking is that when we heal something within ourselves we heal it in the world Mm. so as we grow this community and as we branch out it ripple effects out into the world And that's a beautiful thing. And thanks to the way of healing and you guys disseminating the messages of all of these beautiful healers that you are interviewing is it reaches more people. And just like you were saying, all these different modalities exist and they all work in their own way. They all have their own potency and their power and they all work for different people. Mm -hmm. And ultimately the goal is the same, right? We all want to delayer all of the grit that's been layered on since birth by conditioning and programming. And so whatever way that works for you, for me, for you, there are different ways. And so the more people know about these different things, the better. And the way we find to to heal ourselves and each other and the world in, in a beautiful way. 
I love that Pablo, I don't know if it's a Pablo Picasso quote, but it's often attributed to him or Shakespeare that the meaning of life is to find your gift and the purpose of life is to give it away. Mm. So beautiful. That's what we're all here to do. Amen, yeah. sister. <laughs> I, I like don't want I just want to leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Mic drop at that yeah. quote. <laughs> Mic drop. Where I think that we should leave it at that. Aquanimity. Nadia Nova. Thank you so much. You Thank wanna you. spell it out? <clears throat> just for people that are looking for you? Just so we can keep hearing your voice. So just like equanimity, but with an A in front of the instead of the E. Aquanimity. A-Q-U-A-N-I-M-I-T-Y. That was a test of her. That was your spelling bee. <laughs> Aquanimity. Noun. Uh, great. Well, exciting. Uh, look forward to continuing on this path with you. Likewise. Thank, thank, thank you. you. Uh, thank you both. Thanks for yeah, having thanks us. Thanks for coming on. And thanks for uh, our sessions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank, you. thank you, listeners. Thank you. Thanks, Bye. audience. Thank you for tuning in to The Way of Healing. We hope that you find yourself inspired. If you enjoyed our show, a gift is to let others know. And we want to hear from you. Please share your feedback so we know how our work is resonating. Make us aware of modalities and practitioners whom we may not know. If you haven't already, please subscribe at thewayofhealingpodcast.com. Our email is thewayofhealingpodcast at gmail.com and find us at facebook.com forward slash thewayofhealing. Remember, a rising tide lifts all boats.